0: hey everybody welcome once again to the five for five podcast my name is panchito and as always i am joined by mike how you doing today mike what's up everybody super stoked to be here tonight awesome as everybody knows the premise of the show is that we compete for pointless points the points in the end are meaningless but the journey the journey through history it's absolutely priceless folks the way we compete is by comparing articles from a five-year period that we've pre-selected that's right 100 correct what do you think should i get into my article absolutely i hope you got something exciting because i think from the
1: last time you brought something it was a big one so i'm hoping you can follow up awesome let's do it right after this
0: okay so getting into the article uh revved up ready to go this article is from september 21st 1918 oh wow it's from the yellowstone news which is a little newspaper out of Mondack, Montana. Okay. And the story comes from Chicago. Ready for it. It has to do with a potential ruling from the U.S. Employment Service. And for those of you that don't know, the U.S. Employment Service is what eventually turned into the Department of Labor. Okay, so the predecessor of the Department of Labor. Correct. The title reads, Dainty maids may oust solemn and stately butler. Trim maids with white caps, immaculate gowns, smiles, and the alluring curtsy seen in old English comedies will remind denizens of the North Shore villages that the rigors of war may be softened, for they will replace the grim visaged butler, the sober houseman, mayhap, even the chef, the gardener, and the chauffeur, if the Federal Employment Bureau hands down a ruling such as is expected by Harvey C. Colson, director of the U.S. Employment Service at Waukegan, and by virtue of his office, industrial monarch of the gilded Chicago Suburban Residence District. Mr. Colson holds that all men engaged in household work are in non essential occup- occupations and should develop their muscles flaccid and atrophied by lack of use in occupations that will add to the national war efficiency. He thinks women should buttle, chauffe, cook, garden, and do all other duties that custom has decreed shall be performed by men in the homes of the social elect. To this end, he has asked a ruling of the state chief of federal employment service and hopes to receive a decree favorable to his contention. The North Shore is viewing the situation. It realizes that it too must make its sacrifices, and the younger set, at least the male portion of it, has a hard time in concealing its delight at the prospective change. Most of this younger set is in the army or navy anyway, and when members come home, they would rather be greeted by dimpling smiles on a face wreathed in an aureole of wavy curls than by the formal genuflections of a butler who would not smile for fear of eternally disqualifying himself for his profession. That's heavy. It, it's, it's, yeah, it's really wordy and a little bit sort of awkward to read, but basically what it's saying is that Harvey Colson sort of has purvey over this metro area, and it just so happens that he's in charge of the industrial portion that affects the upper middle class portion of the neighborhood surrounding there. Okay. So, there's money involved already in this thing. These are like well to do people, and this guy's ruling that he's suggesting would affect them directly. Okay, making sense. And the general premise of the ruling is he wants women to do work traditionally reserved within the service industry for men. And then he wants men whose muscles he says are atrophied and (laughs) men who he accused of being weak. He wants them to do things that will help the war effort. Got it. Yeah. I'll read that loud and clear. It's kind of interesting because it sort of reminds me of like the Rosie, the Riveter type of thing. Yeah. But I feel like that's just half of it, right? Well, I I really feel like you can take this deep. Yeah. I think that
1: this can go super deep. Uh, It's definitely a sign of the times. I mean, you you can definitely tell... That this is a mood directly reflective of what the nation is going through right now. And the, the, or in that time, I mean, the, there's a direct uh, desire to want to have men uh, benefiting the war effort as much as possible, right? I mean, that's the obvious. So the idea is let's get them all out of these quote unquote non essential industries. And, and, fi- and bring in the ladies
0: yeah, I thought it was interesting like the way that they sort of pre-categorize all of this sort of service or like work in the service industry right as right. non-essential
1: non-essential exactly uh, ancillary yeah. if you will
0: yeah I mean I'm sure to the people doing the work it doesn't feel non-essential at all they're no, not you at know all. When you're in service, you take a lot of pride in that kind of stuff and that kind of work. But I I get where he's getting at. Like, I don't I don't think Coulson is like he's not evil or anything like that. No, He's just looking at like, hey, guys, we don't really need butlers. We need soldiers. We need soldiers. We need people at least aiding the war effort in some way. Right. Right. We need tank builders. And so he's like, hey, ladies, step up and be butlers. I definitely do think that it really does
1: speak to what's happening. You know, the, the mood is everybody now has roles to fill you know we we are no longer in a position where we can try out paths that might otherwise deviate us from some use to the nation to a degree as far as uh the war effort goes you know uh what is useful that is the ultimately the question you know it's a philosophical question and i think it's definitely a really really deep deeply profound article
0: it's interesting because this guy harvey he's like like i said waukegan is sort of the the hub for, like, the factories and all of that kind right. of stuff. Right, really blue-collar hub. Right, and he's saying, look, these kids are having to go off to war, these young set that's referred to late in the article, mm-hmm. and we're getting left shorthanded. And so he's saying, butlers, it's time to get your hands dirty. Right, it's necessary. I'll tell you something that's interesting, I think you might find interesting about this article, is the fact that it happens in September of 1918. Because Armistice, which was the end of World War One. Was in November of 1918.
1: <laughs> yeah, it really goes to show you that we, at least from the public eye's point of view, that war wasn't going to end. Right. Well, at least anytime soon.
0: Well, the 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 well-to-do were holding out. Right. I'm going to hold on to my chef, my gardener, my butler, you know, as long as I can. Because let's do that. Yeah, just right up to the end. I mean, they cut it close down to like the three-month mark. Yeah, you figure, too, they're
1: trying to, to a degree, there's probably a deep bond with some of these guys that they're probably going to have to let go.
0: Yeah, I saw Downton Abbey. That's right. They they get close to them, you know. Right. They miss miss their underlings. (laughs) They want to have the. they want to continue that interaction that they have where, like, I want something and then you get it. Life is good. Life is good. Do you see the balance? This is balance. Coulson isn't exactly suggesting that we stop. This uh, this situation, he's just saying let's shift it over to the ladies. Right. Let's 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 shift that. Yeah. If we're go- if anybody's gonna be doing anything unnecessary, it should be the women. That's what he's saying.
1: Yeah. I guess I guess that is what he's saying, isn't it?
0: Yeah. In a nutshell, I think so. I don't think he intends to make it sound that way, but that's why I said like to a degree. This to me reminds me of Rosie the Riveter which is a world war 2 reference, right? Absolutely. You know, I'm sure everybody's seen it that poster of the woman with the, you know, the bandana wrapped around her head and she's flexing or whatever and she's got that that blue shirt on and everything, right? Right.
1: Yeah, blue shirt, got the whole uh, bandana thing going.
0: And that's like a symbol of feminism, like women women empowerment and all that kind of stuff. But that was women sort of on their own taking up their responsibility, right? Exactly. But this, I mean, this sort of beckoning for the same kind of call to action, but they want them to, you know, to do the lawn. Do the lawn. Drive people around. I don't know. You think that that sort of, like, it goes toward, you know, the war effort if you do the lawn? Does that count if you're freeing up a butler? Well,
1: I guess it would if, to a degree, if you're saying that the butler's directly going to war. Like, you are taking his stead and he is going To war
0: right jeeves is on the front line exactly so if you're doing what jeeves would normally do is that you contributing to the war effort according to colson
1: right because you figure okay well jeeves jeeves got sent to verdun so you're taking his place you're helping the country i would argue i could make an argument for that yeah that's true I, i i really could however i i would argue what about um what about the older gentlemen what about the ones that were not fit for combat
0: yeah. Yeah. I think the age does play a factor because they the article even mentions the younger set. Um, It kind of the way that it sounds is it's referring to the younger set, meaning the the people who live with these butlers and cooks and gardeners and chefs and everything. Right. And maids. So they're going to go off to war. And when they come back, they would rather see a woman in that role than Jeeves scoffing at them or. Um, I, I could understand that it's more of like
1: the, uh, the idea of maybe seeing a, a gentle face, like a uh,
0: warm welcome home,
1: right? Because you've just seen the absolute horrors of war and it, you know, and the last thing you want to see is, is Jeeves bandaging you in your most vulnerable state. So to a degree, I can sympathize with these guys. Right. Right. I mean, bed bedside manner. Maybe, maybe Jeeves doesn't have bedside manner. <laughs>
0: I guess, yeah. You you come home and then you know the butler's just like tending to your wound or something. I don't know like, your flesh is melting, sir.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can I can sympathize <laughs> with those guys.
0: And on that note, it's time for us to lead into a little bit of a break. But we will be right back with some more interesting stuff. Stay tuned, folks. We can't wait to keep breaking this down with you. <music> This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the 5 for 5 Podcast with Panchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerc Media. At Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. Okay, everybody, we are back from the break. This is the 5 for 5 podcast. I am Panchito, and that over there is still Mike. I'm still here, folks. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's essential to this show. I gotta make it happen. We are talking about an article that I brought in that specifically mentions things that are non-essential work-wise. September of 1918. September of 1918, just a few months before they finished WW1. Right. Really, really important time in history. We talked about the fact that this guy Colson is proposing that women in service of, you know, like that type of service, maids and, you know, service roles of that time of the 20th century right for upper class right correct he's saying they need to take over the men's roles also within that spectrum right and that that would free up the men to go do things that are more essential and helpful to the war effort right so that makes me ask like who exactly this affects because this is now a concept that's called total war right Right. This is definitely the age of total war. And I would argue
1: this is probably next to World War II, the biggest example of that.
0: For those of you that don't know, total war just straight up means that the whole country is at war. Every facet that makes
1: a country is at war with that other facet that makes that country that country.
0: It's a way of life war.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Right. To the utmost.
0: So when it's total war like this, like in this specific example, what Colson is asking for, like, who does that really affect? Right. I mean, and think about this. Okay. so we have people who have the means to have butlers. Right. Because part of me is like, you know what, this whole thing's kind of nasty toward men and women in service industry. Right. Because he's saying that there's a lot of non-essential things within that industry. Right. But. It's total war. So, what does that mean? Like, what? Who, who exactly is having to give something up for this? Right. Our standards have to completely
1: be reevaluated. Right. Uh, non-essential, according to whom, and for what purposes?
0: Right. So, this is this is people with money. These are people with that can afford to have a driver. They have breakfast on a silver platter, literally right? Correct. They've got a mate or two or three. They've got a Jeeves. I mean, it's down to Abbey, guys. And Colson is like, guys, give it up. We're in total war, and it's time for you guys to pony up, right? You got like 20 guys that work for you. That's like a platoon. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You've got the 5th Battalion in your kitchen, Holmes. Like, come on. We could have taken this town had it not been for your drivers. Yeah, help out, right? Please. Yeah. So I, 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 fe- I feel like these are the only people that are terribly being affected by this relatively speaking and then these men i mean i don't know they're kind of getting a little bit the shaft on this thing right because i mean they're used to a way of life and they're in service right and now they've got to go do munitions and all those other things that we talked about right they're leaving the cushy house they're going to the battlefield
1: if they're of age of the right age range
0: right they're trading in their suit with tails for you know, fatigued. a uniform, fatigues and a rifle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's 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 crazy, though, because I my mind still thinks about those who aren't young. I still think about those old butlers. There had to be a ton of them.
0: Yeah. I feel like maybe some of them would have got this st- gotten to stay in Colson's plan. I'm not positive that he's like, I don't know. I don't really know too much about the guy except for that he's proposing this thing. Yeah. Um, I tried to look him up, you know, and obviously this didn't happen but especially with the fact that the war ended like a few months later like two months later yeah like two months i feel like maybe the rich people knew something yeah that's where like hey no no you can take my butler just give me a couple months to straighten things out it's true right maybe just uh you you pay him 60 days in advance tell him to hang out
1: right yeah something like that yeah i mean you can't even do anything in boot camp in two months from from the time that that even gets passed as a law
0: right you can't even get war ready in that time right no not at all see and these guys are used to carrying trays polishing shoes making sure that the car is primed for cranking i think they're the ones getting it the worst in this story because the people who own these houses and stuff they're just gonna have to get used to a lady driving them around or a lady trimming the garden or cooking the dinner or something like that you right. know these roles that are traditionally reserved for men right right but these men are they're getting the worst of it right well for some of them it's a complete change in their
1: purpose because for some of these men they were they 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 found purpose in what they did it was their reason for waking up in the morning it was their reason for doing everything because they
0: they found purpose in that and now you put a rifle in their hand these men weren't prepared for that but it, the other thing that's interesting though is that the he refers colson refers to a lot of these jobs as non-essential that is a really important topic to hit on non-essential is such a awkward thing to talk about right according to whom right according to whom because at what point do you say no you don't need this and you don't need that or whatever it's not really your your place to say it right like colson's kind of He's a little out of bounds on this, right? I'm not tripping, am I? It
1: always goes back to, you know, any time, right, something is being declared as either of value or not of value, well, according to whom? Yeah. Let's, let's think about in the 21st century context, right? I've worked for a few companies that have had people whose sole jobs are to just stare at a social media post, okay? Okay. Now, some folks might say that's extremely valuable, okay? I, in my opinion, I think it's a good example of kind of comparing what a, a job that might be considered non-essential today versus... Comparing to what might be non-essential back then. According to whom, right? Right. Is is that something that you could really say, well, if we remove that person from this position, will this company continue to flourish, yes or no?
0: You can assume that somebody that's like in this powerful position is going to be okay if nobody serves them afternoon tea, right? Right. Like, they should still be able to function and like, do business, even if nobody, like, you know, fluff their pillow. Right. I mean, I know that sounds kind of simplistic, but I think that's what Coulson's going for with this whole thing, right? Uh, Absolutely. I I don't think it's simplistic at all. Yeah, it's sort of cut and dry. It's almost flat out what he's saying, right? Right, because, you know, the idea is total war. That's another thing to bring up is what would it look like, like, let's say in modern day Chicago, and we're like in a war and just for the sake of comparison let's say that we're in total war right i i just don't see that really being a realistic thing nowadays because wars aren't really fought that way no but just for the sake of bringing it up, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, let's imagine in that world for a moment. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're in total war for whatever reason with whomever. But somebody like Colson comes along and he starts pointing out everybody needs to be all in. Right. Yeah. He wants total buy in. hundred percent. And so he's going to go after like what he considers to be non-essential. In this case, it happens to be the Downton. Right. You know, he's going after Jeeves. He wants he wants those guys to step up. Yeah. But I'm like like who's his non-essential target in today's war right like right. who is that like who, who is that guy like and that's what i was kind of who bringing who's that in. girl and you know right if the girl had if a if if we're going to go down that nasty road of it's got to be a woman replacing that guy so yeah. the guy can go fight the war Like what is a what male occupied role or what predominantly male occupied role? Like (laughs) Right. Like it (laughs) sounds horrible, right? It's even difficult to like explain, to to recontextualize it to to us in a modern yeah. Sense. I don't even know. There's no analogue, right? I don't Uh, know.
1: I I, the only thing I could consider is like, well, are you a man? Do you work at a theme park for children? (laughs) <laughs> then you need a gun. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's a rifle for you. Off to war you go. Okay. Are you You know a man? what it is? It's do probably you work at Mrs. Fields.
0: It would probably be something to do with like entertainment mm-hmm. or Maybe Are you an actor, something to do like in the distraction industry, right? Like the guys running like the laser tag arena.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. Okay, the theme park.
0: Yeah, like this dude owns like a panic room, because <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows we need panic rooms, right? And we, we need the, and we need men managing them right now. <laughs> right. yeah all men managers of things like panic rooms and laser tag and airsoft arenas don't need don't need men at the gas station (laughs) right (laughs) the gas station exactly (laughs) yeah but i mean you have to be careful like considering you know what a male a male dominated role is i don't think we have any of those left do we like oh yeah no no there, there there still are there, We're like what though? So
1: uh, typically, a a male dominated role statistically would be a soldier. Oh, statistically, okay. you mean, statistically yes, speaking, statistically. Yeah, yeah.
0: See, see, because I'm thinking of the perspective of like. You know the woman, a woman can do it. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like, like that's kind of oh, where we're at nowadays. Like, you know, 99 percent of things are gonna be like, well, a woman can do that, right? Right. But oh, if I you're t- you're just saying straight up statistically, well, yeah, you're saying like, the, a soldier is still pretty much a dude.
1: Yes, and and statistically, doctors are still male, but the rest of the staff are predominantly female statistically.
0: See, I can't think of anything where it would shock the like. This was would have been a shock to the upper class right to have to see Jeeves gone yeah like to see to see Fifi in Jeeves's uniform
1: I got one for you you know you would shock you would see it in today's shock what's that or how you would shock today's folks I think to some degree I'm not even saying like crazy shock imagine going to discount tire okay And you've got to go and you've got (laughs) to get new wheels and tires put on. And it's nothing but the ladies doing it. They
0: can do it for sure.
1: They can. Yeah.
0: Okay. Look, no, no, no. They can do this.
1: Right. However, we're just used to seeing dudes doing it.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll give you that. Usually the guy that's, you know, he's working the. Tire changing machine or whatever. Yeah, and you see him like he does that thing where he dips the the oil brush and he like scrubs the tire really the barrel and yeah, yeah. The, the barrel and throws it on the machine yeah. and he gets that tire wrapped around the rim. That's and a dude. F- and folks, I'm speaking generally, right? In my head, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll go with I'll yeah. go down that road. I'm with speaking general. In my head, yeah, I imagine a dude. Yeah, you're yeah. doing it. You know, yeah, that I think I don't think it'd be shocking, but it'd be like oh oh look at that look she just threw that rim right up there i think that's a 24 inch wheel wow look at her go she handled it like a champ man she's fast yeah yeah but i mean we do okay so in a war effort nowadays because modern war there would be a ton of technology and things like that and 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 that's what we would have to do on our end is like support on over here right in a total war there'd be lots of tech support. support going on back home right right a lot yeah so i don't think you can't have women doing that like it doesn't matter who's sitting at the keyboard as long as the code's getting done right right you know what's what's interesting is that you what what is it like
1: really like 45 to 55 years of of really just true integration what i would consider true integration of the sexes in the workplace sure and you know what i mean because it's just like okay like who's who's out there fighting that's my question in a 21st century context Number one, is it all the men?
0: That's true. See, you took it one step deeper because this assumes that only the men are gonna go. Like Precisely. Like Colson's whole effort revolves around the premise of dudes going to war. Right. The boys. Right. I think we touched on that a little bit little in bit. the first half. A little bit. But it is. It's way dependent on that the guys are going. But in the modern war, um, total war in a modern context, it could be anybody, right? Correct. I mean, we might even have service dogs. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's a good, that's a
1: healthy looking lab there. You know, <laughs> he's hes now part of the army. It's, and it's an elite lab. An elite lab. Yeah. He's joining the Marine Corps, this, this dog. Yeah right their official dog is a bulldog
0: oh that's right the official dog is a bulldog
1: that's right yeah big up to the core that's right
0: and on that note we should probably move on to the scoring what do you think, mike how did i do
1: um i think you killed it man uh you knocked it out of the park uh i'm definitely racking my brain here because you
0: you deserve a high score on this one. this one came really contentious right it did but it, i don't think it was overly contentious by any means right it's you know what it's a sign of the times type of article right absolutely i mean that's kind of why we do this stuff so we could take snapshots of like back in the day and compare it to what We got going on, you know. Mm -hmm. Now,
1: this is definitely Mm -hmm. high score worthy, I will say that.
0: What do you think? Should we get into the scoring right after this, then? Yep, after this break, folks, we're definitely going to hit you with a score. This is Evita from Flying Blind Podcast. You're listening to the five for five podcast with banchito and Mike. Subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Zwerk Media at Z-W-E-R-C Media. Did you get it? Good. We are at the point of the show where we do scoring. It's an exciting time. It is. It always is. But before we get into the scoring, we just want to make sure and remind everybody that this is our fourth episode and coming up next is the fifth episode in this series of five for five years that we chose, right? This time was 1915 and 1920, right? Yeah. So we're going to select a winner on episode five it's going to be the winner for the whole thing folks there will be a grand champion and that champion will get to read one last article next episode Be ready, folks. Stay tuned. But for now, on this episode, what do you think, Mike? Am I ready to uh, get my score now? Ready and worthy. All right, let's do it. Worthy of 12 Doctor Who TARDISes. Wow, okay. For going back in time. For going back in time, yes. I don't even like Doctor Who. I love Doctor Who. I'm not a fan. I'm not going to lie. The Daleks and the... Oh, man, all of those crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, then that's for you, man. Thank you for that. Yeah.
1: All right, folks. We want to thank you for listening.
0: Yes, definitely. We will see you on the next one. And we want to remind everyone to subscribe, like, love, and follow us at Swerk Media. That's Z-W-E-R-C Media. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks, Panchito.
1: Stay tuned, folks.